Welcome to Shin Kicking Mondays, the Shut Up Show's free weekly coaching series where I help brave entrepreneurs kick fear to the curb, shut up, and make shit happen. Join us live every Monday at 12 p.m. Central Time. Simply go to bernieshung.com slash live. If you want your question featured, simply leave your question in the comment box. Let the Shin Kicking begin. Hey folks, it's me, Bernie Shang, back for another edition of Shin Kicking Mondays. Today, it's gloomy out there. <laughs> of course, as luck would have it, I come back from my vacation in Portland, Oregon, and I come back to this rainy weather here in Wisconsin, but I won't complain. It's a very nice and warm day, a little humid, but much, much better than the very, very harsh cold winters that we had here. You people in the Midwest know exactly what I'm talking about. Anyway, this week we don't have a question. I am actually going to fly solo. Um, there are a few things that are on my mind, and there's a few things I want to share that I feel like I may have not been doing that great of a job doing. So that being said, I'm going to use today's shin-kicking Monday segment to highlight all of you who have really touched me, who have really helped and supported me throughout the past, gosh, several, several months, if not more than a year when I started doing the uh, blog, the newsletter, and the podcast. And many of you have been with me for all that time. Some of you are new. But either way, I, um, I'm so grateful, you guys. I'm so grateful for everybody who has joined me now <laughs> and who has been around since the beginning uh, when I started all of this. Um, I can't say necessarily that I'm nervous, but this is going to be quite out of my element. Um, I haven't talked like this for a while, but today something very peculiar happened. And it stirred up something in me that I think I've been um, suppressing or, you know, holding in for quite some time. And I wanted to make sure I addressed it while it was still fresh and on my mind and in my heart um, because I always try my best to be transparent and honest with all of you. And I felt like if there's a place for me to peel back the layers and for me to really purge the truth, um, in addition to the book that I'm working on, as many of you have been reviewing and giving me feedback, thank you very much, um, I need to continue to keep being honest and transparent. And this morning, I wasn't expecting this to happen, but I went to my doctor appointment, which there's nothing wrong with me. I was just doing a, uh, a routine checkup. It's been a while since I've seen the doctor. And one of the first questions she asked me, and it was just a regular you know, primary care thing, she said, is there anything that you want to talk about today, anything that you're concerned about? And I was expecting just to go in and do the regular checkup, you know, see how my health is, see if she, you know, has any issues with my blood pressure, my cholesterol, anything like that. And I was really shocked because it's not often that I get a doctor who ends up saying to you, is there anything specific that you want to address today? Is there anything specific you'd like to talk about? And so I kind of made something up. I'm sure many of you have gone through this experience before. And I said, well, there's not anything really wrong. I feel fairly healthy. I said, I guess if there's anything, you know, I've gained a little weight over the last uh, 18 months. And, you know, maybe we'll look into that. Maybe, um, you know, you can let me know if it's just normal and I just need to 
have a better diet, maybe I need to exercise more, but you know, I'm not concerned there's anything physically or medically wrong with me, but you know, what, let's go ahead and check it out anyway. And she said, then the next follow-up question was, um, is there any reason for you to believe that you may have any you know, medical or, or health issues related to this weight gain? And I said, not really. I mean, for the most part, I know why it happened. It was about 18 months ago. And so um, right now, I just need to get better at the nutrition. I need to get more active and you know, exercise again. But you know, I, I know exactly where the weight gain came from. So she asked me the follow-up question after that, and she said, so what is causing the weight gain? And then in that moment, I thought about my response to her. I was thinking about how I wanted to explain it to her. It's so funny because a lot of the times people have the tendency to think that when someone else is dealing with a very personal situation, they're afraid to ask a question because they're not sure how uncomfortable the recipient of that question is going to be. And in my case, I was the recipient of the question, and I wasn't sure how my doctor was going to respond to my answer that, oh, by the way, my ex-husband has been alienating me from my son, and since then, I've noticed that's when the weight, you know, came on. And so I just basically you know, said to her in so many words, well, you know, 18 months ago, my ex-husband has alienated me from my son. I haven't talked to him since. And I started getting choked up. And she could see that. And she was really good. And she said, did you want to talk about that? The next thing you know, I'm bawling. <laughs> okay. Mind you, I've been, I've been pretty good the last, uh, you know, a couple of months that I've been I've been writing and I've been purging myself through my book and the coaching and the weekly you know check-ins with all of you through the newsletter and the blog and whatnot. And in that moment, I'm talking to a complete stranger who knows nothing of me, and me hearing myself respond to her about the story of my life as it is told to her from the outside looking in. I realize how sad I felt for me the person delivering that information to hear myself say it but then hear myself as a third party objective person listening to those words come out of my mouth as I explained to my doctor yes I've been alienated from my son for the last 18 months that's why I believe I have not been as healthy as I'd like to and I believe that's why I gained weight I just started bawling and and the tears just came rolling out and the emotion was really getting to me I was getting really choked up I was holding back you know the, the pain and there wasn't anything specific that came to mind when I was emotionally reacting this way I believe it was again just having my shit together and coaching people day in and day out week in and week out for the past you know six plus years that I've been doing this but specifically for the past 18 months since I've been alienated from my son my therapy was helping other people and my therapy has been sharing my story with everybody else about what's been happening both in here and in here but hearing myself say those words out loud to a complete stranger really got me it, it, it really touched me in a way that that helped me to realize that what I'm dealing with is much greater than a person can deal with alone. And I believe that's why I have reached out to all of you online as a support system to help me get through it. And how I've reached out online to all of you to get through my pain 
is to help you get through your pain. And with that said, I she asked me a few more follow-up questions, and I'll, and I'll just cut to the chase. She basically was saying, do, are you concerned? I mean, do, do you think you need to talk to somebody? Do you think you need to go anywhere? Do, you know, is the depression acting up? She asked me all these follow-up questions, and I said to her, I go, you know, quite frankly, I mean, other than me, me crying right here to you, I said, I, I'm very happy, and I'm very content, and I'm very proud of the things that I've been working on, and I'm very happy with the circle of influence I've surrounded myself with, both online and offline. And I honestly, truly feel like I just, I'm blessed. And I don't know where these tears are coming from, is kind of what I said to her. And she responded really quickly, and she was fantastic. She said, well, of course. <laughs> you you haven't been able to talk to your son. What mother wouldn't have emotions about that? What mother wouldn't feel hurt or sad by that? She said, that's natural. A good mother cares about that stuff. So, of course, you'd react the way you do. And so, anyway, while I was having this whole scenario play out with my doctor, which, by the way, I was just trying to go in and see the doctor. It's been over a year. I had to get some of my prescriptions <laughs> renewed so I can get refills and some of my regular you know, medications. And this is what came out of it. And I'm so glad it happened because what it told me was, I was still holding so much in, you know, emotionally. I'm, I'm emotionally keeping my shit together that sometimes I forget to let myself just release and to just be and to just cry and to just respond and react the way I need to because it's human nature to be hurt. It's human nature to be sad. It's human nature to worry. It's human nature to have these feelings that are hard to put into words and are hard to communicate without physically purging yourself through crying or whatever it ends up being, however you respond to it. And I don't cry often, and I'm not saying I'm proud of that, but I don't. I don't cry often. But when I do, it is such a release because in the 40 minutes that I was at the doctor's office today, I have come to so many different conclusions and realizations, and it's so beautiful. She asked me a follow-up question, and she said, what have you been doing to deal with this uh, alienation? And I said a lot of things. And I said, for, you know, over the past 18 months, I've gotten involved in a lot of different philanthropic projects. Um, I've been purging my heart through writing, I'm authoring a book right now. I coach and consult people on a regular basis. Um, you know, I, I connect to people who are doing great things around the world to see how I can help them. I said I spend time with my family, whom I love dearly. I try to travel when I have, you know, the possible time to do that. I walk the dogs on a pretty consistent basis. I said I just feel you know, very active, even though I may not be as physically active as I was in 2012 when I was, like, exercising pretty much every single day and I was at, you know, the best weight and, and you know, not just, I'm not talking here just about weight, but I, I, I definitely weighed less and my, my body was more fit and healthy and toned. And, and I told her that the things that have changed the most happened after the alienation. And I have been home more. I have been a hermit more. I have been less active. I haven't been working out with my trainer, obviously because I don't live in the Milwaukee area anymore where he is. I have been less 
active as I'd like to be. And I said, so I know exactly where the weight gain is coming from. I know exactly where some of the health issues may be coming from. And I think the biggest thing for me is just now realizing it, you know, 18 months later that the way I've been doing it is great emotionally, but I can't neglect my physical health either because my physical health is starting to weigh on me now. And she said, what are some of these things that you were specifically doing? Like, what kind of activities do you do other than writing? And I said, well, I've got a weekly podcast. Um, I write in a newsletter. I, you know, um, I said I helped um, do, a, do a bunch of fundraising projects where we built a windmill in Kenya. <laughs> I said we built a coffee uh, house in my parents' home country of Laos. Um, I helped a friend raise funds and awareness for suicide prevention and depression. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm finishing this book that I'm authoring. And she said, what, what's it about? And I said, it's about finding your voice and standing out in the world, you know, not being afraid to speak up and speak out. And she said, that's fantastic. She's like, you don't seem to have a problem with motivation at all. <laughs> and I said, thank you so much for saying that. Because despite what's going on in my personal life, I definitely have continued to have the passion and this purpose to just keep going out into the world and making a difference and, and do good. And I said, I wholeheartedly believe that it, it started out as an ego thing. I think it, when I first started doing this, this good work, I think it was because I felt that I needed to prove myself to the people who were telling me that what I was doing wasn't good enough, that I wasn't a good enough mother, that I wasn't a good enough ex-wife, that I wasn't a good enough co-parent, that I wasn't a good enough, you know, whatever it is. And so... My ego was was telling me the only way that I could prove that I was good enough was to go out and do really good work, even if it meant sacrificing my time, my energy, my resources, um, my own health, which, you know, nobody ever told me that. I think that just kind of happens in the process of when you neglect yourself or when you put a lot of other people first before you and, and you carry on a lot of burden. Um, and she said, do you think that, or everything that you did played out in manifesting the, the physical issues that you're having today. And I said, absolutely, I know it. And so she said, well, I don't believe you have any issues with motivation, so I'm not concerned there. We'll just do some lab work, and hopefully your thyroid's okay, and let's, let's see if you have any other medical issues. And if not, we'll just go ahead and put you on a nutritional and exercise regimen, and I think you'll be good to go. And... You know, during that time, I, I had a lot of time to reflect while I was in the waiting room um, and thinking about what she said. She said, you don't have a problem with motivation. Wow, it seems like you've been busy. You've been doing a lot of stuff over the past 18 months. She's like, good for you. And it made me feel really good because I know that I've been doing stuff. I know I've been helping people. I know that I have been making an impact, and I know many of you have even told me how much of an impact and how supportive and helpful I've been to you. But hearing it from somebody who has no idea of really what I've been through, they haven't really been following my journey, they don't really know anything about me, and there really is no incentive for them to say anything real positive, um, unless it's just in their nature to be nice. Um, hearing that relayed back to me that, wow, okay, you've been through all this stuff and you still went and did all this great work and wow, you're motivated and wow, good for you. It, it completely reminded me just how 
thankful I am for every single one of you. Seriously, I mean, like, I, I know I, I put on this strong exterior, right? This this girl who's tough, she kicks shins, and she coaches people, and, you know, she's got no BS attitude. But I'll be honest with you, I'm probably one of the most sensitive people in my circle that I've ever met. But I, but I put on this tough exterior because I kind of have to. It's not fake. It's just I just naturally go into, like, this mama bear mode. Uh, thanks, John Wilkening, for that uh, title. <laughs> um, but I do. I go in this mama bear mode where I feel the need to protect my bears and to 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 kind of like stand up and be the leader. And when you are in that position and and you want to be tough and you want to be strong and you want to care for the people around you, you, you don't have time to worry about yourself. You don't have time to cry. You don't have time to be scared. You just go into this like warrior mode. And I believe that's, that's where I've been for 18 months now, plus, right, 18 plus months. And recently I've realized that no matter how strong and how warrior-like I am, I, I really honestly don't believe I would be this strong of a leader and this good of a person if I didn't have all of you who have supported me and loved me and, you know, just really shown me so much compassion and, and care and consideration, respect. Um, there's a few of you I want to talk about. There's so many of you, but there's a few of you that come to mind specifically, and I have stuff in front of me here that that I keep, you may not know this, but I keep it somewhere where I can see it every single day to remind me that there are people watching, there, <laughs> excuse me, there are people who care and there are people who need me just as much as I need them. I seriously need you guys just as much as you need me. So if you're here, if you're listening to this, thank you, every single one of you. I may be giving you Shin Kicking Mondays, but it's coming back to me. It's it's being reciprocated by every single one of you. I love you guys to death. Seriously, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to do this work. I wouldn't be able to feel this fulfilled. I wouldn't be able to overcome some of these difficult challenges. I wouldn't be able to walk out of that doctor's office and and just relish in how amazing my life is, despite how sucky and tough things have been. Not being able to talk to my son because I have people like you to just love and support me all the way through. So with that, one by one, I'm going to thank many of you. And if I miss anybody, I apologize. Um, firstly, there's this card from Africa. <laughs> and as you can see, there are bracelets. Here we go. And uh, when we replay the audio, you won't be able to see this. Maybe I can uh, attach some photos. But this is a card from Africa, and these are some bracelets that were actually handmade in Africa. And I received this from Misfit Inc., AJ Leon, Melissa Leon, and Jesse White. Um, when you guys spearheaded the Good Misfit Project last summer, June of uh, 2013, 30 of us banded together to help each other uh, fundraise for the windmill that was eventually built in the Kenyan village of Gambella and I received this gorgeous card that I wasn't expecting with you know a really nice note in there um, little feathers it's it's a it's a misfit thing and uh, these two beautiful gorgeous bracelets and it was just the most you know beautiful thing to be able to know that the work that I put into for that 30 days that we we banded together to raise funds for the the windmill I believe we were trying to raise 15,000 and we raised over 21,000 together as 30 individual fundraisers um, it was so beautiful to be able to know that from the comfort of my own home I was able to make a difference all the way across the globe in a completely different country that I may not 
you know, hopefully I've got my fingers crossed that maybe someday I will, but that I may not ever venture out to, that I may not ever get to meet those people in that village. But we helped an entire village um, to get a windmill, you know, to help them graduate from their sustainable project in which they'll have their the crops irrigated all year because of the water and the energy that the windmill will bring to that that Kenyan village and I'm I'm so grateful and so thankful to be a part of something like that you know it, it's hard to it's hard to be sad about personal things that happen to you it's when when you when you're hearing about these bigger greater issues all around the globe that you wish you had the money and the energy and the resources to go and fix you know like that but but when you don't it feels so good to be able to know that even the small difference you can make made the world of a difference to an entire village right so it's 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 easy for me to to sit here and worry about my own personal issues with my my son who you know seems to be okay uh, with his dad and you know again he for whatever reason is just being influenced to not talk to me at this time um, but there are bigger issues than that and I, I have faith and hope and trust that someday um, my son and I will be reunited and everything will be okay and we'll we'll be together again but until then I'm going to be constructive I'm going to do my best to make a difference in the world and there's really nothing that can that that's stopping me from doing that but myself and if I believe I have the ability the time and the responsibility to do it and the resources obviously then I will and and thank you Misfit Inc. Thank you AJ, Melissa and Jesse for helping me to facilitate that kind of a social philanthropic change in the world and to be able to make a dent in this universe during one of the darkest and difficult times in my life. Another person I want to say thank to thank you to is Don Casey Rowe who made me this this uh, gorgeous mug <laughs> for my birthday. She knew it was my birthday and so she sent it to me in December and uh, she shipped it along with goat milk soap. So Don, I have to also thank you for that. I'm addicted to goat milk soap now. Anyway, I've been using it so much that the writing is starting to go away, but this is a poem by Rumi. It says, you are not just a drop in the ocean. You are the mighty ocean in the... <laughs> the word is gone. The word is gone. Um, I don't know what the last word is, so whoever knows the Rumi quote um, or poem, please... You know, help me out here. Uh, beautiful, beautiful mug. Thank you for that. Don Casey Rowe, you are absolutely amazing. I enjoy getting your random Facebook messages and all the support and love that you show me. Um, you guys check out her writing. She is an amazing writer. She's over at uh, uh, CafeCasey.com, and that's C-A-S-E-Y for Casey. CafeCasey.com, great writer. Um, and in, in case many of you don't know the Leons, uh, for the for the first card that I showed here, you know, Misfit Inc., you can go to pursuitofeverything.com to find uh, AJ's ramblings. He's an amazing writer as well. And he, in fact, he's actually writing the forward for my book that will be coming out at the end of the month. Um, so stay tuned for that. Another person who I want to shout out to just sent me a postcard in the mail, and it just got to me today. I was on vacation, so actually I think I would have gotten this earlier, but because I was on vacation, my mail just got all delivered today. It's from John Wilkening. Look at this beauty. 
It's gorgeous. He sends me this random postcard and he said to Mama, to Bernie Mama Bearshung. And I don't think you can see it, but it's this gorgeous picture and the billboard says Live Fearless. And, um, you know, John is somebody who has really touched my life quite a bit, quite profoundly within the last uh, few months that I've gotten to know him. He's always, always chiming in, always staying in touch, always sharing always being helpful, asking great questions, getting involved, signing up for things, you know, retweeting, resharing. Um, and on top of being such a great community member, he is absolutely talented. His photography and his writing is just, uh, wow, something else, something very special. Seriously, you guys got, got to check him out, johnwilkening.com. He actually was featured in a previous episode of Shin Kicking Mondays. Uh, I don't remember exactly which one it was. It might have been two ago, uh, but just check him out, John Wilkening. That's uh, J-O-N-W-I-L-K-E-N-I-N-G. John, thank you for the freaking amazing postcard and all that you do. John is is seriously an amazing tribe member and I'm so happy to be connected to him about three four different ways so you ain't going nowhere man you are my bud for life so thank you for that John another person I want to mention who has cheered me up on days when I'm just like I don't want to be here I don't want to be on Facebook I don't want to be on Twitter but I have to be to see her stuff Sarah Steenland my donkey for life she sends this to me like out of the blue uh, mails it to me all the way from Australia and it's a card and we've got this little running joke going on you know donkeys for life where she draws little she doodles little pictures of donkeys and has like little captions with it and she made a life coach donkey for me once <laughs> and it's kind of graphic so if you have little children nearby close their ears for a second but she drew a life coach donkey for me one time and the life coach had camel toe <laughs> embarrassed to even talk about it but it was the most freaking hilarious doodle I've seen in a long time this donkey wearing this t-shirt like this Richard Simmons bandana thingy or whatever and he's wearing spandex and he's got camel toe and I'm like where the hell does that come from but Sarah Steenland is absolutely an amazing doodler she's such an amazing illustrator and she's so freaking clever and witty with her comic strips. And I bought a few cards from her to send to to uh, clients and, and friends of mine. And she made their day. I mean, like, she seriously is so clever and so smart. So check out Sarah. She just cracks me up. She makes me laugh so hard. Right now she is, like, the key illustrator at Unmistakable Creative uh, with Srini Rao. And um, she doodles all of his... Uh, his artwork for his podcast and all over his website but she doodled a few things for me too and it's on my website as well but check out Sarah she's so cool sarahsteenland.com and that's S-A-R-A-H steenland.com I have some of the most artistic and creative mofo friends I tell you anyway okay thank you Sarah um, another friend of mine, she's not really online as much, uh, but she she's an in-real-life friend that I've known for quite a few years, and I want to thank you, Augie, August Marie Ball. She sent me this cute little handmade card. She's very crafty. She's actually getting married uh, in September of this year. I'm so excited. She found the love of her life. Uh, we were friends around the time that we had ex-boyfriends who, like, totally just, you know, were not the best boyfriends when we were in relationships and so we got through that time together and um, 
we were a little doubtful whether we could find love again or whether we wanted to find love again and she is just absolutely an amazing human being inside and out and she happened to just find the love of her life at a karaoke bar one day because she loves to sing and lo and behold he became the one and they're getting hitched and I'm so happy for her I'm so proud of her she's always been um, somebody who who exudes um, this this level of compassion and and love for for people in general, but she loves she loves taking care of and helping the youth, and uh, you know I'm inspired by how how thoughtful and compassionate um, and sentimental she is. And so August, if you're listening, uh, I love you, girl. I miss you. I haven't seen you for a while. I haven't lived in Milwaukee for um, going on two years now. I think it's actually a two year anniversary now. But I just feel like it was yesterday since I've seen and, and uh, hung out with these people. And I just absolutely love and adore my friends both in real life and online. I know there's many more of you, but I, I just um, I, I can't tell you enough how thankful I am for every single one of you, new and old, in real life or online. Again, without all of you, it, it would be hard for me to show up every week and to keep giving and to keep helping and to keep wanting to be supportive and to keep wanting to make a difference and it's so easy to do it when you're surrounded by people who are doing some really amazing shit all over the world people who are so creative so artistic so helpful so supportive such good-hearted people it's hard not to want to compete with that and I don't mean compete like in a hey it's me against you you know and I'm trying to take your people but like a compete with hey look what you're up to my god that's so cool I want to go do that too I get to have friends like that and it's 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 unbelievably humbling to know that I'm in the company of all of you fine people and back to the doctor appointment I had this morning where I cried for a few minutes there. I think some of those tears may have also been tears of gratitude and relief and joy because despite how difficult things have been for me, not being able to talk to or see my son for nearly 18 months, it has been so absolutely fulfilling to know the abundance of love I have around me seriously don't take that for granted you guys if there's anything I want you guys to take away today from uh, Shin Kicking Mondays it is really show gratitude and have gratitude for the people that you surround yourself with the people that you choose to surround yourself with because if it wasn't for them I think life would be less colorful I think life would be more boring I think life would be maybe a little too easy, a little too mundane. Um, and I think that surrounding yourself with people who challenge you, who help you to grow, who are objective listeners, who stimulate creativity in you, right? Who who challenge the status quo and who, who urge you to think outside the box and are doing great things in the world, being great people, and, and just doing it for the sheer sake of, of doing good work and, and leaving their mark in this world and contributing to a better society and world that we live in. I, I think that it's times like that that my tears of joy and my tears of gratitude come from knowing that I have 
made a really good decision choosing this unconventional path of being a coach, of being an entrepreneur, of being a misfit, you know, a small army gal, a world dominator, a brave bear, a freak, a a weirdo, somebody who it's not easy to explain what I do, but it's so easy to understand why I do it. And it's because of people like all of you who join me every week here on Shin Kicking Mondays on the Shut Up Show at BernieShung.com on my weekly newsletter on Facebook, Twitter, wherever we are. You guys just absolutely make it easy to want to keep putting one foot in front of the other and keep digging my heels in this corner of the world that we're in and to keep making a positive impact and a positive difference in the world. So thank every single one of you. I hope that if there's somebody who makes you feel that way, if there is something you haven't yet said to show gratitude or your thanks and appreciation for the things that they do or say to help and support you or just, you know, through their sheer inspiration of just being there, please tell somebody, at least one person today, tell them how thankful you are and show them that gratitude right back, reciprocate that care. Um, again, thank you, August and Sarah Steenlin and John Wilkening and Don Casey Rowe and AJ Melissa Leon and Jesse White and uh, I feel like I've missed some people but you know um, all of you amazing people you really really positively impact me and, and have changed my life and because you are here it makes it so easy for me to keep showing up and to keep doing the good work that I do. So with that, you know, please keep being brave and uh, keep bringing your work to the world. It's needed. It's wanted. You matter. And uh, I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for you. So thank you, thank you, thank you, every single one of you. All right, guys. Um, check you guys out next week on another Shin Kicking Monday. Remember, join us live at noon U.S. Central Time. You can go to BernieShong.com slash live to check out the replay or to watch the, the show live on Mondays at noon or to simply leave a comment if you have a comment to make or a question if you want your question featured uh, next week or in future episodes. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Take care. Have a lovely week. It's a small business week, so have a lovely small business week. Hope you had a wonderful Mother's Day. Peace out. Join other brave entrepreneurs who are kicking fear to the curb, shutting up, and making shit happen at theshutupshow.com slash subscribe.